We are live. We are live. No Can swearing. Give it a couple of minutes and see if anyone comes to join us. But I'm probably going to get to <laughs> I loved it. Sorry about that. Okay, so should we just start and then people can join as they join yeah. and watch back. So, um, hi people who are joining. Um, if you've got any questions at all, please feel free to leave them in the comments. We have got a list of questions that people have asked us um, today. So thank you for the questions. Um, my name is Louise, I am a wellness coach, yoga meditation teacher. And I'm Chloe, I'm a personal trainer and fitness coach. Amazing, so we're just going to go through the questions. So again, thank you for those of you who have sent the questions over. Should we do a little, um, how do we know each other? Go on then. Okay, so it's actually quite a nice story, I think, because we met through the gym in 2017, yeah. maybe like late 2016, and we actually became close friends because we were crying together climbing up a mountain <laughs> and then we supported each other through the three peaks journey and then we just came best yeah we way. just never let each other out of sight <laughs> after that and we've been on quite a roller coaster of a journey together haven't we we've done bodybuilding together we what else have we done together more mountain more climbing mountains. uh yeah. so we did holidays the challenge again didn't we we've done yeah, yeah. lots of holidays um yeah, house moves, house moves, breakups, <laughs> heartbreaks, <laughs> the lot, everything. And we we yeah, six years now. Yeah. So amazing. going strong. Right then. So first question I think is for me. Yeah. Ask away. Do you want me to ask you? Yeah. Okay. What was the turning point in starting to love yourself more? So this probably was about fourteen years ago, and I probably didn't see it as my self-love journey starting however I was in a pretty horrendous relationship at the time um, and I guess that's where I found yoga and for me yoga was definitely the catalyst on my journey and um, allowed me well I guess opened up lots of other self-care practices rituals um, which I feel so lucky that I'm able to share that to all of my Empower You members and supporting them on their journey so yeah so I'd say that was my my turning point was when I found yoga 14 years ago. Oh, 14 years. Yeah. So next exercise, next exercise, next question. Best home workout exercises. So I used to dislike home workout exercises. But then since lockdown, I actually think working out at home can be really good. So I would say anything you can do at home that can be done safely as well, because I'm all about proper form and technique so in the gym I will always coach a client be able to show them something safely the correct way to move the correct way to lift something and then progressively lift heavier so I think if you are going to be working out at home you want to be doing something that's fairly quick because let's face it it's going to get boring you'll probably have other things going on with distractions whether it's pets kids um or to-do lists your shopping or your um your washing so you want something that's going to be fairly quick so I would say the best thing to do at home is get a timer and work every minute on the minute and pick a certain exercise that you like. So let's say you like squats, you like push-ups and you like burpees. Maybe do one squat, one push-up, one burpee. That's going to be full body. It's going to get your heart rate up as well. Do one rep every single minute and then the next minute add another rep and then the next minute add another rep. See how far you can climb. So let's say you might be able to get 10 squats, 10 burpees, 10 push-ups. You've done 10 minutes, full body, boom, in done. and out. Love it. Perfect. Right, next question for you. Fitness tips for nervous beginners. I think this is really important to remember that 
everybody was a beginner at some point. I use so many analogies in the gym of things like if you walk into a Spanish class and other people are in there and they're speaking Spanish, there would have been a time where they weren't speaking Spanish. They've had to learn the language, they've had to learn the pronunciation, they've had to understand it so they can break it down themselves. And it's the same in the gym as well. You might look at someone and think, oh my God, they're really fit or they're really strong, but they would have come from somewhere themselves and they were probably nervous as well. And then another thing to think about is that you are almost supposed to be nervous. Like you've got to use that. Yeah. And that's how you're going to grow. Yeah. That's how you're going to change, you're going to learn. And then you'll look back one day and be like, wow, yeah. I did that. Yeah, I think if you're nervous, it means you're passionate about it as well. Yeah, which is yeah it means something yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Are we competitive? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't like to think I am, but I think people would say that I am. Um, but I think more, like, I'm competitive against myself, so I compete against me. I think we can get very stuck, can't we, and very, um, I think we were talking about today, weren't we, about comparing our journey to someone else's. We, I think because of the rise of social media, um, we can get into this comparison mode of thinking, well, they're doing this, but actually we're on our own journey, so I think our biggest competition should be ourselves. Yeah, I think so. I think it really... It's all out there. Going back to, are you competitive? I've just had visions of you running up the mountain and I was like, wait for me. <laughs> and she was gone. Um, mountain goat. <laughs> she was a mountain goat while I was heavy breathing in the background. <laughs> I, I think a little bit of competitiveness is good. So I work in a small group format. So we tend to have four members, five members, sometimes six. And it's not that they're competing against each other, but... The fact that someone else is pushing themselves and they are working hard, that does make you work harder. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it comes down to like if you surround yourself with people like who are working on themselves and maybe who are a little bit competitive with themselves, that does bring out a competitive edge yeah. in yourself, which I think is good. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, what made you start your journey? My journey was health related. So when I was twenty one, I was very overweight, very unfit. Um, like complete opposite of where I am now, I would say. And I worked in a corporate job, um, worked in marketing, was on the second floor. I'd get to my desk and I would have to have like five minutes in silence because I wouldn't be able to speak to anyone. I'd be exhausted from walking the stairs. I just thought it was normal. I just thought everyone was tired and unhealthy and I didn't really think about it until the doctor said, well, actually, Chloe, you are obese. And then I just remember sitting in, in the doctor's room thinking like, oh my God, that's... Like, that's shocking. And I didn't want to be obese. I didn't want to be unfit or unhealthy. I didn't want to keep having headaches, nosebleeds, health issues. I wanted to be a fit and healthy person. So I became a fit and healthy yeah, person. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, most proud client win. So, I'm going to say all my clients, all my members are amazing. Uh, but one in particular, we had a coaching call the other day. And... Um, what I found mind-blowing was as soon as she started working with me, the ripple effect into all areas of her life. So she started a new relationship where she was having quite... She was having difficulty with men, um, but she, she started to sound like a really healthy relationship. Now she started putting boundaries in with her um, ex-husband, who's the father of her child. Um, and she just started really showing up for herself. And on the call, she is glowing. And I think for me... That's what I'm finding all of my members at the moment. When they start prioritising themselves, when they start pushing themselves out of their comfort zone, 
they just have this ripple effect in all areas of their life, which is just incredible. And that's why I do the work that I do, because I just think we need more self-care in our lives. How does that make you feel as a coach when you see that the things that you are helping your members with, they are putting those things into practice and they are achieving results? Literally like the biggest cheerleader. Like, it's the proud... I can't even put it into words. The proudest feeling ever. I feel like, like a proud parent. <laughs> that's the thing if I can compare it to how proud I am of Scarlett. That's how I feel with, yeah. with my members. <laughs> that's so cute. I get what you mean, though. I um, I get that uh, proud cat mum feeling. But in in the gym, if like sometimes my eyes are water. Yeah. And thinking about it now, yeah. it makes me think. Like when I think about some of my clients and when they do the things, when it's it's so crazy. You all relate to this as well. When you first meet someone, when you have that first initial interaction or consultation, and then you see them three months down the line, and you think, oh my god, you are a completely different person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very um, rewarding. Re- yeah, yeah, rewarding. Yeah. It's very rewarding. Yeah, yeah. What is your favourite thing about your job, and what is the hardest thing? So my favourite thing, I think I've just said, is just helping people to prioritise themselves, put themselves first, and then all the benefits they get from that. The hardest thing is probably not about the members as such. It's probably the juggling act of juggling mum life, juggling. Because I, I work as well, so we're working three days a week, um, prioritising myself and making sure that that, that happens. So that's probably the hardest thing. I, I'm starting back at work this week properly, so I know that this week's going to be testing, but I know that I've got all of my self-care things kind of scheduled in, so that I know that my cup is is full. But it's probably the hardest thing. That's what you? we were going to talk about in a bit, actually, yeah. was it about priorities. But um, I would say it's similar. So my favourite thing is the community, so working it with... So people bounce off each other. So when you've got someone who is going like, yeah, like let's do this, let's work at 100% effort, let's make this the best session ever, the person over sharing the, the session with them will be like, oh my God, wow. Like I'm already inspired by this other person. So the energy, the connection with everyone, that is my favourite thing. When you see someone achieve something and you think, oh, this is amazing. And I said the hardest thing would be trying to manage everything it's the scheduling as well so it's like it's personal training is very early morning late nights so my first session would be 6am and then by the time I get to 7pm I have to try and give that same energy to those those people who have waited all day for that mm-hmm. session I have to give them the same attention the same energy for me the same feedback and then I'll get in have some food go to bed wake up in seven hours time and do it all over again so it's like sometimes you do feel like you're on a hamster wheel yeah. and you just never really doing everything which I suppose comes down to priorities and so someone else asked us how do you manage your priorities like how would how do you say you would manage your priorities so for me ultimately the self-care needs to be in every single day whether that's simple as I meditate in the morning whether that's um I get reading in the book my phone has to go away so it's just making sure that I have scheduled it and that's the important thing about this is scheduling it in because if you don't schedule it in it isn't going to happen and it will be the thing that slips but for me my cup has to be full but I'm also very good now at working out my early wor- early warning or early warning signs. So when I am starting to feel stressed or anxious, that's when I'll kind of pull the self-care in. But I guess it's the self-care will be always be number one. Um, and then it's kind of everything else then gets the energy from me. So whether that's being a mum to Scarlet, whether that's um, my, my nine to five job, whether that's obviously my business. Um, but ultimately I need to look after me first for mm. everything else to be done well. Yeah. That makes sense. I think that's just reminding me as well about um, 
So I, mean, I have no choice but to be aware because I'm friends with you because you will make me aware. So there might be times when I will send you a message to say like I'm just feeling really stressed or I'm feeling really overwhelmed and you will often say to me, right Chloe, I think you need to journal. I think you need to meditate. I think you need to look after yourself today. And it sounds simple, but I suppose they are the simple things that you forget to do or that you don't make time yeah, for. Yeah. But then when you do make time for that, you're able to make time for other things yeah. as well. I used to use Google Calendar as well, actually, and, and physically put things in, read, and yeah. um, almost make a, a diary entry for it. Yeah. That can yeah. be quite good. Yeah. We've got a random one here. <laughs> Thanks for this one. Fave first quenching drink? Apple and blackcurrant squash for me. Lemon Fanta for me. Love a lemon fan. It's such a holiday drink as well. It's all <laughs> um, Next problem for me. Do you ever get mum guilt? Um, I guess this last year, people will know that I've kind of been transitioning through something this last year. And I guess there's been lots of mum guilt around what we've, we've been kind of going through without me going into massive details about what's been going on. So I guess it's more guilt to do with the transition we're going through. If it's, it's That's quite a broad question. If it's relation to... I guess my self-care and my business, no. Um, and that might sound quite brutal, but no, because I know that <laughs> that me doing all of that is for the benefit of Scarlett. And actually, if I haven't looked after myself or if I'm not working on the business, I can't give the, the best life to Scarlett. Um, and actually, I do recognise when I haven't looked after myself, I might be more snappy to her or um, and not be my best self for her as, as a mother. So that's why I know that, no, I don't feel guilty. Mm. <laughs> that might sound really... No, I, really? I don't think that sounds but, bad because if you think on an aeroplane, they will say put your own oxygen mask yeah. on before doing your child's because Absolutely. if you can't help yourself, then you can't help anyone else. And I've used that analogy before. It's a good that's analogy. It is a good one. So yeah, so remember that, guys. Face mask first. Help <laughs> yourself first. <laughs> Are we asking this one? Yeah. Okay, this is another random one. We just love a random one. Um... Fave chocolate, and what would you have it with? So, I, if I'm going to answer this as a coach, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you two answers here. If I was, do as I say, not as I do, which is what I say to clients. If they say, I want to have a chocolate fix, what can I do? Well, I would say, you need that chocolate fix. Maybe have it with Greek yogurt or some nuts. Have it with something else so that it feels like you've got a bit more. And then you're also having protein with it as well. If it was me, I would just have chocolate. chocolate on chocolate. Another <laughs> side of chocolate. What's your favourite chocolate? Oh, white chocolate. But I actually really am obsessed with blonde chocolate at the minute. So, you know, like caramel white. Okay. Yeah. Like caramel. Car- yeah, um, caramel's probably my oh, fave. So good. What I've had recently. Um, trying to think. I bought something from B&M the other day. You know, the, the, like, the dairy, like, dairy milk, they do random ones with coconut in and, and mm. stuff. That was nice. Uh, oh, Biscoff chocolate. White chocolate Biscoff. Yeah, do you know what? I don't actually know if I've tried that one yet. Oh, I should have bought it. I've got some at home. It's oh, amazing. Biscoff. Ready? White chocolate from B&M. Yeah, it's the one. Just going to pause this live so that we can go to B&M <laughs> or go to your house. <laughs> Just going to go to Louise's house and get some chocolate. Um, we'll stay with the food. Favourite meal? Okay, I actually I know this because last night I made lasagna. It was really crispy. And I got like really well done potato wedges. I got coleslaw, garlic bread. And that would be my death row meal. If I was sentenced to death for stealing all the chocolate, that would be that'd be my last meal. Okay. Mine is the theme here, it would be ice cream, some kind of ice cream for biscoff with pancakes and with waffles. Just yeah. Is that a meal though? Like is that Yeah. 
Okay. It is my definition of a meal. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll accept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which question next do you want to do? I think we're going to go for this one, which is, what is the hardest thing about staying in shape? So I'm going to break this down a little bit. And I think one of the, one of the challenging things is that people will put this expectation on themselves of staying in shape. But like, first of all, what is good shape? Like, what does that mean for you? This is something I'll say to a client. Like, what is it that good shape feels like or looks like? What does that mean to you? And I think you have to accept that your body's going to change. That's normal. Even if you ate the same thing every single day for a month at the same time, you do the same thing, your body would still change each day because that's just how it is. Whether it's hormones, sleep, maybe you've had a salty meal or you're dehydrated, your body is going to change. And I think it's quite empowering actually realising that if you want to, to like sculpt your body, you want to lift weights, you want to look more toned or you want to build your muscle mass, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Like you're, in, you're in charge of, of using your body or fuel in the body you can do that but i guess it comes down to education around that yeah it it comes down to awareness i would say like what what are the reasons for you for you doing it because some people might force themselves to stay in shape because they've got a fear of maybe gaining a little bit of weight but why would that be and that i would probably delve deeper into the the reasons why you want to stay in shape and that's one of the big things that we do don't we when we start working with people we find out their why um so that leads on nicely to our the next question what does your program involve i think i know for me in particular it's very difficult for me to answer because every member i work with is, is i treat them as an individual so actually the program that works around them is very bespoke to what they need and that's why the discovery calls um, that people have with me are so important because actually it works out if my program is right for you and I have told people before that the program I don't think would be a good fit so I don't work with everybody um, but actually the program what I do what I can do and what I do do is it's very individual to you so whether that is exercise you're after whether that is um, any time of movement, whether that's yoga or, or weights, um, we look at obviously lots of self-care practices, um, we have a, like an amazing community, um, we have one-to-one coaching as well, so there's lots that the programme entails, but it's very individual, so that's a really hard question, I don't know for you Claire, I think yours is... It's similar, um, I guess the, it's almost like, so we've got a, um, a structure, so people would join they want to get results from the gym, whether it is weight loss, strength, uh, might be mental benefits as well. It might be somebody who's never trained in a gym environment before. It might be somebody who is um, more familiar with the gym, but then they've all got their individual goals. So I tend to have, similar to what you do, I do an inquiry call, we'll have a chat, we'll say, okay, why do you want to achieve this? What is your reason why for doing this? And although someone might have a different goal, so for someone it might be that they want to lose 10 pounds, for someone they might want to get stronger. The reason for doing that is often the same yeah, absolutely. and then yeah. that's that's something that I can then work with from them. So then there might be somebody in the gym who celebrates that they've lost a pound and there might be somebody who celebrates that they've lifted a pound heavier, yeah. for example. So it's it's different but then you learn to appreciate each other's differences and, and the fact that you can celebrate other people's wins um, and they're all on the same journey together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cardio weights. So I love both, and I love doing both at the same time as well. So I'm very kind of functional, and um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say CrossFit because it's like, <laughs> am I allowed to say CrossFit? I don't do CrossFit. If anyone now calls me a CrossFitter, I'm not a CrossFitter. But I love 
I love anything that's a challenge. Yeah. And so cardio challenges me, but weights challenges me. So yeah. I do a combination of both. I think if I was to choose... What's the cap? Always. It'd be... Oh, God, it's hard. So weights, probably over cardio. Um, but I also like a challenge, and I like mixing it up sometimes as well. So, but yeah, if I had to choose, if it was like, you're going to die if you don't choose, it, it would be weights. Yeah, I think I'd probably have to choose... I think I'd, if I could only choose one, I'd choose weights. Yeah. Why? Just because I feel so, like, like a badass bitch. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, just what I can lift and, yeah, just after a weight session, so empowered and, yeah. How about you? Probably the same. Like, there's sometimes, I love, I love comparing it, so I will um, encourage people to think of it. Like, when they go, oh, I only lifted... 30 kilos and I'm like that is 30 bags of sugar yeah, yeah. imagine going into Tesco <laughs> lying down on the, on the sugar aisle <laughs> and bench pressing 30 bags of sugar I mean it's true isn't yeah, it you're like oh my god actually that's quite a lot yeah yeah rather than going oh I only did that yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I think it's it's good to know how strong you are and I think that it's really empowering in other areas of life because there's sometimes there's a lot of times that I link back to things I've achieved in the gym and then if I'm in a new struggle I think, okay, well, if I achieve that, I can do this. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's, it's good for pushing yourself. Yeah. Last question. Unless anyone else has got any questions for us, but last question. So every year, I say every year, I think we've done it twice, but every year <laughs> for the last two years, we have met on New Year's Eve and we do a yearly reflection. So we yeah. set some intentions for what we want to achieve. And we let go of things that we need to let go of. We set a fire. We do set we, fire. We really set fire to my kitchen once. <laughs> it was all good. <laughs> and we look at things that we wanted to have achieved last year. And then we say, okay, did we achieve that? And then we'll like tick it off. We'll go through it. We speak about the reasons why we want to achieve something. And then we set some intentions for, for the following year. So we'll do it again this year, I imagine, yeah. for the ritual. And then we like to look at, especially, I think we're both quite feelings- and we want to like think about how we feel, like yeah, why we yeah. want to feel that. So our last question to each other would be, how do you want to feel at the end of this year? Um, sounds really cliche because my, my program's called Empower You, but probably to continue to feel empowered, strong, um, and to continue my healing journey, because I believe that we're all on a healing journey and there's always room for growth. So to continue that personal growth that's a lot of feelings, um, probably not feelings, but that's basically, yeah, just to continue my journey, continue kind of working on myself and, yeah, just evolving. It's not feeling, but evolving yeah. of my word. No, that's a good word. I want to continue self-love journey as well and understanding that it is a process and it is learning and things do, do change and do evolve and we do grow and change on a daily basis, so that's, that's normal. Um, I want to feel proud of myself for have given everything this year. Like I really feel like I've invested into myself and to business, um, health as well. So I feel like I want to look back and just think, you know what? I've done everything I could have done yeah. this year. Yeah. And that's the big thing is investing in yourself. It's mm. something that we do regularly and something our members are doing as well, which is something that, yeah. Absolutely. I enjoyed that. Yeah, so we'll probably do one again another yeah. time. So this will, I imagine, save somehow. Um, but if you do have any other questions for us, um, then get in touch. 
but thank you for those who have dipped in and dipped out and those of you watching it on replay um but i hope you'll have a lovely sunday and we're sending you lots of love thank you